what's up guys welcome back to another episode of the fantasy fellow show i am your host the fellow kgb you can follow me on twitter at the fellow kgb and it is july 29th it's wednesday about 6 p.m uh we're going to be doing a 12 team mock draft using sleeper this is my second uh, mock draft video using sleeper we're drafting from the seventh spot i've already done 8 9 10 11 12 so i'm just kind of working my way down uh using various platforms uh but yeah this is going to be full ppr i'm making it a super flex uh, we're going to draft one quarterback, two starting running backs, two starting receivers, a tight end. Uh, I play with two flexes and then the super flex. So a lot of offense. And then we got seven bench spots. So I play in, in deep leagues. I like to get as many flexes as I can in there. So you get different roster constructions and different draft strategies can be used. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I can't really start this draft without saying we just got uh, like players have been opting out of the NFL. They have until next Monday to do so. And we just got a bomb dropped on, on us from uh, Damian Williams, Chiefs running back, veteran running back. He will not be playing this year. And all of a sudden, Clyde Edwards, Elaire is launching himself into the first round of drafts. So I think we're going to dedicate this video to taking Clyde Edwards, Elaire at the seventh overall pick. It's going to take a little while for ADP to, to get caught up uh, in this sleeper draft. I'm not going to be competing against other people I like to keep for especially for a video I try to keep it quick um, so this is going to be all simulated so we're going to go ahead and get this started here um, begin draft and uh, I'll just kind of zoom in here just a tad if we can so Christian McCaffrey Saquon Barkley Zeke Elliott Michael Thomas Alvin Kamara Dalvin Cook um, and this is uh, basically this is where I think uh, you need to start thinking about Clyde Edward Delaire uh, I haven't updated my projections yet. I'm probably going to do that after this video. Um, but I mean, before this Damian Williams bomb, I had Clyde. I had Damian Williams ahead of Clyde Edwards-Alaire, not by much. I had Damian at RB22 and Clyde Edwards at RB26. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity for Clyde Edwards-Alaire to shoot up the boards. Um, so I think when you're going to have to think about him, I'm not taking him over. Uh, McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott, and Kamara. I think there's arguments where he needs to be in the tier of Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon. He needs to be somewhere in that range. So I'm going to go ahead here, and just because I haven't been able to do it, I haven't been taking Clyde Edwards in any of my drafts. I thought uh, the round two, three ADP for him uh, was a little high at the moment, and I guess, I mean, if I would have been doing that, he would have hit the jackpot. Uh, but for now, we're going to take him as high as seventh, and we're going to see how this looks for our roster. Um, so he's down here a little bit on the ADP. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and take Clyde Edwards-Alaire as our RB1. He's got tremendous upside as a receiver. He's going to get all the – they don't really have a goal line back here, so it'll be interesting to see if they sign a running back to replace him. Maybe it's LaShawn McCoy coming back. Maybe it's Devonta Freeman, Lamar Miller. Uh, a lot of options here, but Clyde Edwards, man, he's got top five upside this year if he's getting all the receptions and all the goal line work. Uh, first overall pick, you know, he, he deserves a first-round grade. Um, so we'll see if they sign a veteran back, but I like everything about Clyde Edwards-Alaire right now. So after I took Clyde, uh, Derek Henry, Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, Tyreek Hill, Kenyon Drake, uh, and then Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones. I'd like to get another running back here. Uh, I've taken a lot of Aaron Jones in, in most of my mock drafts. Maybe we'll pivot here. Chris Godwin's best receiver. Receiver. I've taken a lot of Godwin shares. Uh, there hasn't been a tight end yet. I could take Travis Kelsey here. Uh, that could be a good, in uh, interesting wrinkle here. And then Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson are still up there. Uh, but I really like Aaron Jones. Uh, he just came in at number 33 on NFL's uh, top players of the year, top 100 or whatever. So I've been taking Aaron Jones quite a bit uh, at this value. I kind of like what I get. If we look at my flex rankings, which you can get access on Patreon in the link below. 
Uh, I do have, I mean, I got Chris Godwin ahead of Aaron Jones. I don't see any other players here that I have ranked higher. So it's telling me to take Chris Godwin here as a receiver. I don't have any other running backs here. Maybe we'll try and get a running back at 3-7. But I, I like the receivers there. So we got Clyde Edwards, and I think we're going to go with Chris Godwin here. Now, Travis Kelsey is an interesting guy. Uh, he's going to rank lower on the flex, but he gives you such an advantage at tight end. But I love waiting on tight ends. Uh, so, all right, we're going to go with Chris Godwin here. He's a top five receiver in my book. I love everything about Godwin, especially with Tom Brady. Uh, Winston probably throws the deep ball a little better than Brady at this point. So Brady's going to pepper him with the Julian Edelman type targets. Uh, so Godwin's a top five receiver for me. So we get that. After me, we go Austin Eckler, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Jones. There's Travis Kelsey, Todd Gurley in the second round, Lamar Jackson, Kenny Galladay, George Kittle, uh, Mike Evans, David Johnson, Leonard Fournette, and Adam Thielen. So we're up to pick here. We got some really good players on the board. Juju Smith-Schuster, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, catch my eye at receiver. As far as running back, James Conner, Bell, Melvin Gordon. Uh, I like the receiver talent in here. I've been telling people to go receiver in round three, uh, but we already got Godwin in. I think I might be willing to roll the dice and see what receiver's here at 4-6. I think we got to take a running back, whether it's Conner or Melvin Gordon. We got two minutes on the clock here. If we look at my running back rankings... Uh, I did a, I did some adjustments, and Melvin Gordon moved up in my rankings. He's RB16. Um, I could argue that I should take him over James Conner and Le'Veon Bell. I think Melvin's going to be the leading pass-catching back there. He's going to get pretty much all the goal line work. Uh, I don't think they want to use Philip Lindsay in the short yardage situations, and they don't really like Philip Lindsay as a pass-catcher. That's not really the strength of his game. Um, and Melvin Gordon, man, he might be walking into a really big workload. The defense isn't going to be great, so I don't know if the game scripts are going to be – they're going to be 50-50 where I think Melvin's got good potential in the passing game and he's got all the goal line work, you know, on his plate. He's always been a double digit touchdown guy, whether it's, you know, nine rushing touchdowns and two or three receiving touchdowns. So he's a dual threat. I haven't met, had many opportunities to take him. So we're going to go ahead and snag Melvin Gordon here to be our RB2. Um, I don't really care about buys when I'm doing this, by the way. That's another thing is uh, if, if you're not going to take someone just because of one week, I think that's kind of a, a foolish decision. But uh, anyways, we got James Conner go right after Melvin Gordon, Juju Smith, Chris Carson, Odell Beckham, Label, Allen Robinson, JT, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore fell into the 4.4. Okay, that would have been sweet. Uh, and then you see Amari Cooper there. So we're, we're rolling here. We got two running backs, uh, top five wide out. Uh, quarterback's not really – I know people love uh, snagging quarterbacks early in Superflex, but I prefer to wait. Maybe we'll take a, a higher tier guy. Uh, receivers, Cooper Cup, Bob Woods, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. I like the receiver value here. Uh, let's just do our due diligence here at running back. It's a shame. Damian Williams, man. I was liking Damian Williams. Mark Ingram, David Montgomery, Singletary. Um, maybe we'll go tight end here. I think Mark Andrews and Zach Ertz are two really interesting guys. Uh, with Philadelphia, we just saw that Alshon Jeffrey is likely to start the season on pup list. We don't know about Deshaun Jackson yet. So their starting receiver is going to probably be the rookie Jalen Reger, which just means Zach Ertz is probably set up to have a really good season with volume. Um, he's never really been a touchdown guy, but man, he's going to—he's probably going to get nine to ten targets a game. Um, so I might be moving Zach Ertz up in my rankings. I do like Andrews and I do like Ertz. Uh, that's kind of a toss-up. And then receivers here—I usually go receiver heavy in the rounds three, four, five, six. 
And I like all of these guys a ton. Tyler Lockett makes my list, Bob Woods, A.J. Brown. Uh, I mean, I got Robert Woods really, really high in my roster. But I think I'm going to try something a little different. And I think I'm going to pump up Zach Ertz just because we're getting, I mean, you're getting the number one receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles here. And I'm just, I'm beginning to see Ertz kind of fall down to the end of the fourth, early fifth round. And he's a lock for a top five, top five tight end option. He's going to be the leading receiver on the team. He's been super steady and he's, he gets consistent targets. So I like locking in, in, you know, Zach Ertz at this spot. I did like Mark Andrews too, but I think just the volume on Philadelphia is going to be a little bit better. So uh, David Montgomery after me, Mark Ingram, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Devin Singletary, Mark Andrews, Cam Akers, Raheem Mostert, A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, T.Y. Hilton, and Kyler Murray. So this kind of worked out for us. I, I kind of waited on receiver. We only got Chris Godwin. I do like Kareem Hunt here. Ooh, that could be kind of interesting. I've taken Kareem Hunt in a few drafts, uh, but I haven't been able to get Terry McLaurin's looking at me. So is D.K. Metcalf. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead here and take uh, my guy, Terry McLaurin. I've taken McLaurin in a handful of my drafts. I love I love everything about him. He's going to be on a bad team, sure, but bad teams got to throw the ball. He's a number one, undisputed number one receiver on that team. Uh, he's familiar with Dwayne Haskins, so it's not too crazy to expect him to have some good things. And it sounds like they're going to move him around a little bit more this year. They got a little bit more uh, interesting offensive play caller in Scott Turner. Uh, Ron Rivera's there, so we'll see if this offense can kind of retool itself. Uh, but we got Terry McLaurin. I got McLaurin as I think he was like wide receiver 18 or something. So, I mean, I really wanted, uh, I would, I would have loved DK Metcalf, but we end up getting my 19th receiver off the board. So we got number five and they got number 19. As far as running backs, we're sitting with, this is going to change. Clyde Edwards is probably going to be up here. Uh, but we did get, uh, Melvin Gordon, my RB 16. So we're looking really well balanced here. We got two good running backs, two good receivers, and we got a top five tight end. So we're looking really set, um, quarterbacks Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Prescott kind of becomes a value here. I mean, he's one of the, the highest volume passing offenses, really good receivers. That could be a really fun way to look at it. Uh, running backs, man, Ronald Jones, where did, Ronald Jones is creeping up, people. If you've watched some of my mock drafts, we used to get him in the seventh, eighth round. So that's kind of crazy. Uh, we might wait on running back a little bit. We got Clyde. We got Melvin. Kind of just need a few complimentary pieces later. Keenan Allen, Marquise Brown at receiver. Michael Gallup's been kind of my guy for a while now. Tyler Boyd, uh, he's been creeping up my charts. Just doing my due diligence at tight end here. I mean, Michael Gallup's my highest rated receiver. Uh, let's take a look at that real quick. And then, I mean, it's just another lottery ticket in that Dallas offense. I got Gallup here at uh, wide receiver 20. So I think that's what we're going to do here. Uh, I do like Tyler Boyd a lot too. If we can get Tyler Boyd on the turnaround, he's my wide receiver 23. Uh, and then, like I said, I do start, we start two running backs, two receivers and two flex. So this guy's, we still got two more starters on our offense here. So we're going to go ahead and grab Michael Gallup. And I just looked at some interesting stats from earlier today. Uh, the difference between Gallup, Gallup played 14 games, Cooper played 16 games, and the difference between them is very minimal. Those guys both uh, had fantastic years, and Michael Gallup actually out, I think Gallup outplayed Amari Cooper last year on a game-per-game -game basis. So uh, we'll talk more about Cooper in a bit, but uh, Brandon Cooks, Keenan Allen, Marquise Brown, Devontae Parker, Dak Prescott, that would have been nice to stack him, Julian Edelman, Darius Geis, J.K. Dobbins, Damian Williams, uh, computer. It's okay. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, James White, and Hayden Hurst. So we're going to get Tyler Boyd here. 
But we got two minutes to quickly talk about uh, Michael Gallup, uh, who you see right here on this homepage. That looks nice. Um, but if you go to Pro Football Reference, uh, they got some really good filter abilities uh, where if I just typed in Michael Gallup, um, it's going to bring up his stats, but they have this button where you can hit, where was that? So if you hover over more, you can hit compare to other players, and it's going to bring up uh, Michael Gallup, and I want to look at his 2019 season, and I'm just going to type in Amari Cooper, and we'll select Cooper's, oh, we're going to select single seasons here. You can do you know ranges of seasons, but we want to just do single season. We're going to do 2019 as well. Gallup was 23, Cooper was 25, and it's it's kind of interesting. Um, if you look here, I'll zoom in a little bit. Cooper played 16 games, Gallup 14. Cooper had 79 receptions, almost 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns on 14 games. Gallup had 66 receptions, 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns. But then it kind of breaks it down per game here. So you see Cooper with 4.9 receptions per game, 74.3 yards, and half a touchdown. And then if you look at Gallup, 4.7 receptions, 79.1 yards, and 0.4 touchdowns. That's really not big of a difference. And these guys are going two to three rounds uh, apart. You can get Cooper in the third or you can get Gallup in the sixth. And uh, I, I just find that really interesting. Uh, I know they added C.D. Lamb, so people are a little bit more nervous about how the ball is going to be distributed. But Randall Cobb Randall Cobb had 88, 88 targets last year. So, like, Cooper – Cooper and Gallup are going to be pretty much what they were last year. And uh, Jason Witten's gone too, so that means more targets are up for grabs. So I think these guys have very similar value, and they're going three rounds apart. So I hit pause on the draft. I'm going to hit resume. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm into Gallup here at the sixth round. Uh, I think that's a fantastic spot. So he's a wide receiver three. Uh, he was wide receiver 20 or something in my rankings. So now we're going to go ahead and get my wide receiver 23 in my rankings, Tyler Boyd. And uh, I, I, I love Tyler Boyd this year. Um, he gets Joe Burrow second year of that, uh, that Zach Taylor offense. If you filter by PPR, uh, receivers last year, you're going to see Tyler Boyd ended up as wide receiver, 17, 90 receptions, 1,046 yards and five touchdowns. Again, uh, even when AJ green is playing in healthy, um, AJ green and Boyd haven't played many games together. Uh, but when he does Tyler Boyd's primarily the slot receiver. A.J. Green's the, the, you know, the X receiver outside. So they don't really clash with routes. And Joe Burrow, you think about what Joe Burrow excelled at in college, it was thrown to Justin Jefferson in the slot. So I have a feeling Boyd and, I mean, A.J. Green's a bit of a health risk when you take him, whereas, I mean, Tyler Boyd's been pretty dependable for the last few seasons, back-to-back 1,000-yard -back seasons. Uh, I would expect, you know, basically a range of these outcomes, you know, whether it's 75 to 90 catches, uh, another thousand yards and maybe six touchdowns. That's that's good for a top twenty wide receiver finish. So I love Tyler Boyd there. Uh, after I took Boyd, we see Deshaun Watson, Evan Ingram, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tevin Coleman, Jarvis Landry, Marlon Mack, Sony Michelle, and Will Fuller. So let's go ahead here. Let's take a peek at the quarterbacks: Tom Brady, Josh Allen. Uh, we might have to snag Josh Allen here. Our, if you're looking at the here, I'll kind of move this. Uh, but my starting lineup is pretty much set except for Superflex. So we got Clyde Edwards and Melvin Gordon rocking the running backs, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, Michael Gallup, and Tyler Boyd set at receivers, and we got Zach Ertz. Uh, so we could definitely use some running back depth. Mm, I do like Josh Allen a lot, but I like Matt Stafford. I'm a fan of Tom Brady. Maybe we can wait 
Uh, there are any running backs here. I, uh, Tariq Cohen's been my guy in pretty much every draft. He might be the most like safest pick here. You know, just a running back depth in case anything happens to Edwards Alaire or Melvin Gordon. We can whip Cohen out there, but we're going to try to roll the dice here. I'm going to take Josh Allen as my quarterback one. And uh, in super flat, uh, Tariq Cohen goes right away, of course. Uh, but Josh Allen, I think he was like quarterback seven or eight last year. Now he gets Stephon Diggs. Just another year of development. The team's going to be good. It's going to be fun to watch Buffalo. So uh, Josh Allen, he's a top 10 quarterback. He's got top five upside every week uh, with the rushing touchdowns. And um, I'm, I'm expecting him to get better as a passer. He's going to probably have better completion rate percentage this year with Stephon Diggs. Uh, another year, John Brown, Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox. Um, they added Zach Moss, Devin Singletary year two. They got a good offense around him. So I like, I like getting Josh Allen, especially at this point in the draft, 8.6. Um, so we got him locked in. We could use another, we got to get a super flex in here. So maybe we do end up taking back to back quarterbacks here. But, uh, after I took Allen, we see Tariq Cohen, Tyler Higby, Jordan Howard, Debo Samuel, Deontay Johnson, Keyshawn Vaughn, Matt Burita, Marvin Jones, Tom Brady, Carson Wentz, CD Lamb, and Latavius Murray. Cam Newton, Matt Stafford, best available running backs. I think we're going to play it empty on running backs and we'll start taking, we'll start throwing some daggers late. Uh, I got, to, I got a couple new sleepers for you guys to talk about. Uh, I really want to get Miko Hardman here if I can on the turn. And like I said, we're good on tight end. We don't need to take another tight end until we get Blake Jarwin. Uh, but let's go ahead here and just lock it in, man. This is a super flex league and we just locked in two top 10 quarterbacks. Uh, I think I actually had um, Matt Stafford ranked a little higher than Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen clocked in as my QB 10 Stafford as my QB seven. Uh, so this, this worked out really, really well for us. Uh, we missed on some running backs here, but I did miss on Hardman. Damn it. Uh, so Hunter Henry, Alexander Madison, Sanders, Philip Lindsay, Miko Hardman, Jerry, Judy, Darius Slayton, carry on Johnson, Zach Moss would have been nice and chase Edmonds. So our starting lineup is set. So basically at this point, we just need to start, you know, hanging on to some, some quality backups here. And specifically at running back, like we should be looking at RBs pretty hard. Tony Pollard, best available. Uh, I do like Boston Scott, Duke Johnson, interesting guy. Damian Harris is the name to keep an eye on because Sony Michelle, uh, there's been some injury news about him lately. But I'm not really digging the running backs here. I feel like we're reaching there. Is there any receivers that stick out? Uh, Jamison Crowder's been winding up on a lot of my teams lately. Jalen Reger, like we said, he's going to be the number one receiver for a little bit. He might be the interesting guy to get. Um, but we're, we're pretty much set at receiver tight end. We don't really need a backup tight end, but Jared cook might be nice. Um, I feel like we're kind of stuck into taking a, a running back like Boston Scott here in the 10th round, which I don't know if I feel great about it. Uh, Damian Harris might be nice to get. We might have to take a few running backs here. Josh Kelly's an interesting name. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to have to load up on some running backs. As I go down the list, Antonio Gibson's another guy in Washington that I've been kind of interested about. He's a little scat receiver back. Um, they have him listed as a running back. He played wide receiver at Memphis, but he's, he was behind Tony Pollard and Daryl Henderson. That's kind of funny that we see them all together. All these guys played at Memphis and Gibson actually had to switch to receiver just because he was so behind on the depth chart. Um, and he's, an, he's a pretty exciting playmaker, but uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, they have not signed a, a stud running, you know, a veteran running back yet. Uh, so I think I'm going to go ahead here and just take Boston Scott. I think he's going to get some work uh, with Miles Sanders, especially in the third down, uh, you know, Darren Sproles passing role. So we go ahead and lock him in. 
Uh, Tony Pollard, Noah Fant, Jared Cook, Antonio Gibson, Cam Newton, Jamison Crowder, Henry Ruggs, Duke Johnson, Daryl Henderson, Christian Kirk, Anthony Miller, and Daniel Jones. Uh, we're pretty light on running back here. I kind of want to dip again. Uh, quarterbacks are looking, you know, pretty fine, but we don't really need one. Uh, tight ends, we're, we're pretty much set with Zach Ertz. We're not going to need anything there. Uh, it might be kind of interesting to get Dallas Goddard uh, as, as our backup there. Uh, Jalen Reger, Sterling Shepard could be fun. Uh, receivers, receivers. I mean, we're pretty well off at receiver. I do like Hunter Renfro, Curtis Samuel, Deep. Um, <clears throat> even James Washington, Randall Cobb kind of piqued my interest. Uh, tight ends, we're, we're pretty fine on tight end. It might be a good time to just take a guy like Damian Harris. And uh, let's just, we're going we're gonna to snag Damian Harris there. I'm going to just, uh, we'll just, we'll just Twitter search uh, Sony Michelle and look at the news blurbs that came out recently. So Sony Michelle, maybe this isn't the best way to do this. Let's just Google Sony Michelle. We'll hit news. So his status for training camp is up in the air. Uh, that's what it's saying here. He's got the, he had the knee injury scare last year. Uh, he had foot surgery in, in May. Uh, he's been, he's not really going to be able to practice right away. So the foot surgery, he might be on the pup list. Um, I mean, he's been, he hasn't been great. He's going to get a lot of volume when he's healthy, but uh, I mean, behind Sony Michelle, they did take a third round running back in Damian Harris from Alabama last year, who I liked a lot. Harris didn't see the field much at all last year, but this team's going to probably be running the ball a lot this year. Uh, not a lot of weapons to throw the ball to. And if anything happens to Michelle or he can't go or he re-aggravates re the foot, Damian Harris is a potential lottery ticket that could get a lot of volume there. And uh, Bill Belichick, I mean, besides Sony Michelle, uh, Belichick has been kind of hesitant to use his rookies. So maybe Damian Harris gets the... If he gets the full chance to impress us in the preseason and training camp, he might be just getting a lot of touches. So I like Damian Harris uh, as a sleeper. He's an RB4. Um, we see a lot of receivers go off the board here. Quarterback, Austin Hooper. I do like A.J. Dillon, uh, but we, we kind of we locked in on running backs. We're, we're going to be starting Clyde Edwards and Melvin Gordon every week, and we'll see if Boston Scott and Damian Harris can do anything. So I know I'm a little light on running backs. I would like to be a little heavier. Tight ends, TJ Hawkinson, Jaseki, Janu. Uh, we can still wait on, on tight end. Uh, maybe we go running back one more round here because there's, there's some receivers I like pretty deep. Um, and I guess Naheem Hines is interesting. He's going to be catching some passes. Uh, I've actually heard some really promising news about Rashad Penny lately. It looks like he's doing uh, a lot of things with his knee. His recovery is going well. We'll see if he's on the pup list to start, but uh, he could be a guy that could be a league winner off the wa waiver wire at some point this year. But we're going to go ahead here and take A.J. Dillon. And I think we're good on running back for now. Uh, I just saw some videos of A.J. Dillon working out on his passing uh, routes and his deep ball, uh, catching the ball. So I think he's going to be a guy that uh, they invested a second-round pick in him. Um, he's a big guy. He, he runs against eight-man boxes and still gets five yards per carry. Uh, so he's got a big frame. Green Bay likes to – last year they showed us they want to run the ball in the red zone, uh, and that might help keep Aaron Jones uh, upright and healthy a little bit more. Uh, so I like A.J. Dillon. He might be a guy that if anything happens to Jones, they're going to give A.J. Dillon the carries over Jamal Williams. So we'll see if A.J. Dillon can uh, prove to be a capable pass catcher, pass blocker, and see if he gets more work there. Um, I, I would say he's 
third in the pecking order for passing work behind Jones and Jamal Williams. Uh, but A.J. Dillon's a damn good runner. So I, I expect Green Bay to try to see what they can get out of him right away. Uh, so we got a couple quarterbacks, a couple tight ends. Uh, we didn't miss much on the running back. So now it's kind of just like whatever we feel like. Uh, Elshon Jeffrey, like I said, he's on the pup list. Alan Lazard, we did see another player opt out in Devin Funches. Uh, so Alan Lazard, he was going to be competing with Funches for the number two wide receiver. So that might be a guy that sticks out to me as a player who could catch five, six touchdowns, maybe 700 yards. And uh, we'll see if Lazard can, can continue the good things he was doing last year. So we do have five or, or four receivers. So this guy would be our immediate bench player. Uh, we're getting really close to the tight end two cutoff list. Uh, but we're going to go ahead here and take Hunter Renfro. And I've been hammering Hunter Renfro in my, my, my drafts lately, especially in best ball leagues. I think he's going to be, outside of Darren Waller, I think he's going to be the leading receiver on that team in terms of receptions and touchdowns. So uh, I'm a big Hunter Renfro, Renfro, Renfro fan. I keep butchering that name. I, I either call him Hunter Henry or Hunter Renfro. Uh, just kind of sliding the, the words there. But let's just quick a quick take a look at what Renfro did last season. Uh, I was impressed by his numbers uh, down the stretch. And I watched a couple of those games uh, towards the end of the season when it was just basically him and Carr just connecting quite often. So I'm looking at these last eight weeks or so, but back-to-back 100-yard games, touchdowns, four touchdowns on the year, but you see the volume tick up here. Maybe he was kind of slow to get on the field as a rookie, uh, but a lot of good stuff here down the stretch. So I love Hunter Renfro as my fifth, uh, my bench receiver. Uh, we see McKinnon, Carlos Hyde, McFarland, and Josh Kelly go. I would have liked Josh Kelly on the team. I think he could be a guy that could get the red zone work in the Chargers uh, offense, but I really don't know how many, many touchdowns we think the Chargers are going to score this year. So uh, I'm kind of hesitant to draft Chargers. So we did miss our stud tight ends here. I wanted Jarwin. I wanted Goddard. Ebron would have been cool. Doyle would have been fine. Uh, running backs, I'm not really too sure I want any of these running backs. I think we did okay covering ourselves. Uh, but at receiver, we still got Alan Lazard available. So I think I'm going to go ahead and take Alan Lazard, the number two receiver in Green Bay. Uh, I mean, besides Adams, who is that offense going to you know throw the ball to? Uh, they have Lazard. They have Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Equinemius St. Brown's, you know, back from injury. Uh, the Canadian football star, Reggie Begleton, Jake Kumaro, and they got the tight end, Jay Sternberger. So I think Lazard's firmly entrenched as a number two receiver there. So I like that. He's going to score a handful of touchdowns this year. And uh, he looked good with Rodgers. I think they have a good connection and Rodgers likes him. So that's yeah, that's good enough for me. So we see Brashad Perriman, Curtis Samuel, Mike Williams, Larry Fitzgerald, Tyrell Williams, and Robbie Anderson at receiver. Chris Thompson, Darrington Evans, Jamal Williams, Raquel Armstead, and Adrian Peterson at running back, and Phillip Rivers. So we got two more picks left to go here. I don't have a backup tight end. Greg Olson, who's Elijah Wellman? What are you doing, sleeper? Get this out of here. Uh, we, we mentioned Jay Sternberger down here. Ian Thomas, that could be an interesting guy. Uh, I like Greg Olson in the Seattle offense. I got to check in on, on Will Disley to see where he's at. Um, but I think I'm okay with waiting. I mean, if we can get Ian Thomas as our backup tight end, I think we're fine. We're going to be starting Ertz every game of the year uh, besides the bye week. So I think we can uh, take it easy on that position. But we got six receivers, five running backs, one tight end. Let's just do our due diligence and look at quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill down here, that seems a little stupid. Uh, We're going to snag Ryan Tannehill. Um, Even Gardner Minshew, there's still quarterbacks here. Maybe we wait a little bit. 
the fact that Tannehill is still going is, is kind of baffling to me. Um, just looking at receivers and running backs here real quick one more time. Paris Campbell, James Washington, Randall Cobb. We're going to take Randall Cobb. Good player, Houston offense. He's going to be the, you know, the primary slot receiver for Deshaun Jackson. I think they're going to try to replace DeAndre Hopkins through a committee, whether it's – I mean, they signed Cobb. They traded for Cooks. Uh, they're going to try to get those two guys to replace Hopkins. So I like that. And Hopkins, you know, he, he was the go-to receiver there. So Watson's going to have to spread the ball out this year. Will Fuller has never really been healthy at all. Uh, Brandon Cooks is a good receiver, but he's got the concussion history. Uh, so Randall Cobb, man, they paid him, you know, $27 million for three years. So I like what Cobb can do in the slot. I think he could be a sneaky guy for us uh, if we need him. So we're pretty much set at receiver. I really like what we did there. Uh, only one tight end. We'll figure that out maybe later. I do like Ian Thomas here. Maybe that's the walk-off pick here. Uh, quarterbacks, the fact that we can still get Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill here is pretty stupid. Um, and I think I'm going to, if you're in a super flex league, I think I'm going to advise to draft three quarterbacks. Uh, the, the last couple of years is when I started playing super flex and it happens, man. I, I mean, I had in my big super flex league last year, I had Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. So for two weeks, I was like, what the hell do I do? So I think I had to trade for Derek Carr or something like that, just to hold myself over for two weeks. But um, so maybe we do take a quarterback here. That's a guy that we can play the matchups with if we don't like Stafford against the Bears or something. Um, so I think that's what we're going to do. Uh, we can pick up tight end off the waiver wire for the week if we need to for Zach Ertz. Uh, so we're going to walk off here with Ryan Tannehill, and that's going to call it a day. Um, so I know we're light on, on running back. But we got Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who's a potential top five back this year. Melvin Gordon, uh, if he's going to get over double-digit touchdowns, I like what his upside is. I think he's a really strong RP2 who's going to give you know he's going to put up a couple twenty-point games, maybe three or four of those this year. So he, and he's in, he's involved in the passing game, so he's got a really high floor every week. Uh, and that I mean, you think about the Broncos' offense, young quarterback. Um, they're going to try to to keep him in good situations and run the ball. That's what they want to do. Uh, Pat Shermer, new offensive coordinator there. He's, he has a really good history of just feeding his RB1. So I think Gordon's undervalued right now. If you can get him in the mid-third round, I think that's potential RB1 status. So uh, I really like that. Our four receivers at the top, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, Michael Gallup, and Tyler Boyd. I have them all as uh, Tyler Boyd's my worst-rated receiver at wide receiver 23 in my rankings. We got two top 10 quarterbacks, so we're really set. Uh, we got a couple lottery tickets here at running back, and we got some really good depth, you know, kind of slot receivers here in Renfro and Cobb. And then we got a touchdown guy in Alan Lazard and then Ryan Tannehill to boot. So uh, I think this turned out pretty well. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, uh, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we've been doing really well lately. I think I got a video approaching 300 views, a uh, handful of other videos over 100. So I, I'm, I'm really appreciative of all the support and the views. Uh, so keep uh, liking and commenting. That's been fantastic. If you're listening on any of the podcasting platforms, uh, especially, uh, especially Apple, it'd be great if you could leave us a review, uh, a rating, anything you can do would help. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it. I'm going to probably, because of the, all the opting out going on this week, I did promise that I was going to be doing running backs and receiver videos. I think I'm going to wait till next week just to make sure no other big names drop out. So uh, keep an eye out for that. I think I'm going to probably do uh, I'll upload another best ball draft. I've been doing a couple of those. Um, and I don't know. I'll find a couple other videos to do this weekend. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for your time. And uh, we'll see you in another video. Peace.